Hey, there's the music. That means it's time for Animal Talk. Some of the best doggone pet people on the planet helping you with your pet. One pooch at a time. It's America's Pet Show. Animal Talk. Thanks for being with us. Be, be sure to like, subscribe, leave a comment, do all those podcast things in all the podcast places. We truly appreciate you coming around. AnimalTalkRadio.com is the website. And, of course, WearingFunny.com if you're looking for some gear, some pet parent gear, some funny t-shirts. They're all there. They're available for you. Uh, appreciate our sponsor, WearingFunny.com. Great place. Go check them out. And... For your pet help and information, you're in the right spot. We're going to help you out. We have years and years of animal calls and emails and interviews, and we're sharing them all with you on these Animal Talk Rewinds. Now, Animal Talk, it is for entertainment purposes only, so make sure you check with your local veterinarian, your local trainer, if you have any issues coming up, and we're here to help. Our, Our professionals always got great ideas, too. So here we go, having a little bit of fun. It's Animal Talk. Helping you with your pets, uh, brilliant geniuses like the one sitting across from me. I'm Dr. Brad Davis, here to answer any veterinary questions that you might have. Of course, the brightest of the bunch. I'm Donna Fournier, and I'm here to answer any training questions. My name's Jamie. I'm just making sure everybody has a good time. He is the George Patton of radio. That is Animal Talk. You go to our website, animaltalkradio.com, and there's uh, the link to the uh, webcams up and running on the Ustream. And uh, we got the Twitter, and you can tweet us your questions. You can email us your questions. You can... Send carrier pigeons. Telepathically. Uh, Send them telepathically. Yes, yes, absolutely. And, and we'll uh, reply the same way. The face, <laughs> yes. The Facebook, the MySpace, uh, they're all out there. AnimalTalkRadio.com is uh, your one-stop shop for all your digital needs. You can also, uh, you might be listening to a rebroadcast on U.S. Web Talk Radio. Uh, they, they replay this as well. And have some fun with your pets. I mean, really, that's why we have pets, right? Donna, why do you, why do you have pets? Oh, companionship, somebody to go hiking with. For fun. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, uh, Brad, you had some fun today. When? Oh, you mean the <laughs> thing at the park. Yeah, that was great. That was <laughs> wonderfully no, fun. They were, uh, we had our annual uh, costume walk. We have yes. yet to come up. It's the second year we've done it. Yes, we a name still for don't it. have a great name for it. We have, we have, there's just no good name for it. But we have trick-or-treating for the dogs. They uh-huh. put on costumes, and we had some very interesting entries. Pets uh, add to our lives, and sometimes what they add is stress. And if they're adding <laughs> stress to your, and, and they shouldn't, and we want to rectify that. So if you have a pet that's adding some stress to your life, let us help you out. And uh, Paula's over in the other room, our, our goddess of, of all things digital. And uh, she's uh, she's got a tweet out there, a Twitter and a Facebook poll, a MySpace poll going. Uh, and the, it, it is, uh, uh, what is, what is your pet peeve? Uh, about your pet uh so what is your pet peeve about your pet and uh, you give us a call let us know what that is and then uh we'll help you fix the situation if, mm-hmm. if at all humanly possible and uh our our mother nature's second cousin over here donna is, will commune with the animals and uh <laughs> get it straightened out for you do we have an email over there that we, uh, sure we want to help out with we sure do dear animal talk all right you've got mail i have bought a new fish okay it's a goldfish hmm. and i need to name it ah. i need a suggestion <laughs> the sign hmm. Rhonda. Rhonda. donna hmm. what would you call a goldfish well i don't know i i do have fish currently yes, you do. i have i have cichlids actually okay. uh one I hope jack- they get better yeah <laughs> it's a type of fish hmm. uh two four parrot fish and one jack dempsey uh-huh um they're all named after greek gods so. okay <laughs> <laughs> all right perhaps you don't have to <laughs> 
Name your fish after Greek gods. That's very, that's crafty, though. Well, I wanted something a little different, and, sure. and actually it all started with the one. Uh, when I started out, the the two, I had two parrotfish, and they acted much like Jaws, which is how I got them. Mm-hmm. Um, they were picking on one of the other, one of my coworkers' other fish, so mm-hmm. handed them on over to me. And uh, originally they were named Donna. Okay. Jaws. Uh. Right. Um, but then I, I got another parrotfish, and uh-huh. she always hid, and she was also dark, so I named her Persephone, and then I just ended up going along with that theme and named them after all gods. So, mm-hmm. so we're suggesting we're suggesting for fish, yes, uh, god names. I'm I'm sticking with yeah. that. I'm just I, I defer to very, Donna. It well, you I I tend to be. I mean, you know, I have a dog named Frog, so I, I tend to mm-hmm. be a little unusual. I had a cat named Minnesota, right? Um, which Ooh. I called Small Popper. Soda. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, I have a lot of uh, more creative names. I had a, a, another cat named Harley Quinn, Happy Noodle Boy. So I tend to, to be a little unusual with the with oh. the pet names. So so yeah, fish named after gods. Why not? Uh, all right. <laughs> Goldie's a good choice too. No one's ever done that. So if you want to go fishing, <laughs> please just not Bella. <laughs> Bella. There you go, Bella. We like to have a little fun along the way today. The fun includes Elmo. He's mm-hmm. uh, a red monster. They call him a monster. Right? You know, we, we were debating whether or not Elmo's actually a monster. Uh, I said he's the devil because he's red. But, uh, <laughs> I'm sure children, sure children love him. The beloved Elmo. So uh, we're giving away uh, Elmo's animal adventure. And uh, we have Kathy on the line. Kathy, welcome to Animal Talk. Hello. Kathy, um, what kind of pets do you have, or if any? Well, I got a dog and a cat. Cat was here first, and the dog is um, she's a rescue dog. Uh, we got her when she was about nine years old, and that's the call about the cat. Uh, just is just here. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're just, and Cookie. Yeah, they get they're getting along. They get along uh, fine. The dog sometimes eats the cat's food. Uh, mm-hmm. They haven't worked that one out yet. Right. Um, <laughs> they just. They go to opposite corners and stay there. There's no trouble at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, Kathy, did you have an issue with the pets that uh, you needed any help with? Uh, yeah. What's going uh, on? Candy. Uh, Candy's the dog. She's a toy rat terrier. She, uh, she's she got a lot of baggage. I don't know what they did to her before we mm. got her, but she is a wreck. Um, we've had her for now like three years, and she's real protective of my friend Dwayne, and uh, she won't let me get anywhere near him. If he's in the car and she's in the car, there's a lot of growling and snapping. Um, if okay. I enter a room where they are, growling and snapping. and uh, Otherwise, she's okay with me, but mm-hmm. when she, she get like, she's like on guard with him. Right. What, what I mean, does I don't know what to do about that. Well, what do does you? he do um, when when she's carrying on like that? What is his response to that? He tells her, "Candy, get down," or "Candy, go lay down," or "Candy, you know, stop it," or whatever. And just yesterday, he was trying to push her back, and I guess she bit him by mistake. Mm, okay. What what you may need at this point would be a behavior evaluation, mm. since you don't know what she's been through and what habits were created before you got her. Yeah. The first step is to find out, will training make a difference? Typically, when a dog goes into this possession aggression, this is, yep. in her mind, he is a possession. She is not viewing him as being the leader. So she's treating him like she would any other underpackling. The fact that she would turn to nip at him tells me she has no respect for him either. So get a, a behavior evaluation done and find out, first of all, can we train this out of her? That's always the first step. Because... 
some some situations unfortunately cannot be trained. Um, some situations are either you deal with it or you don't. So let's find out first, can this be a workable situation? And then once we know it's a workable situation, there's many different steps that you can take to resolve this. The first thing sounds like we need to have Candy understand that she's not top dog in this house. Well, I got to give her credit, though. This the, the only time she's like that when we're out in public or in a bigger area. She doesn't do that. I mean, mm-hmm. then you know, she just doesn't. She doesn't have anything to do with me. But she's not aggressive at all. Yeah. It's just like I said, it, it sounds like she views him instead of being a leader or in charge. She's viewing him as property, property what? that she feels the need to protect against anything and anyone. So that's why I called it a possessive, a, a possession aggression. She's yeah. viewing him as property, not as being in charge. So him telling her no and trying to move her off, it, she's she's not acknowledging his authority over her. So th- it sounds like that's the one of the issues that needs to be resolved first. Uh, but in order to make sure that it can be a workable situation, because as I said, unfortunately, not all types of aggression can be fixed. So the first step is to find out, can we fix this? And then take the necessary steps to fix it. All right. Kathy, hang on for just a second. got to grab a break here, and we'll be right back. And uh, Kathy dropped off there while we were in the break, but uh, you were going to help her out, and uh, you were, you were going to follow up. She needs uh, uh, to get an aggression uh, evaluation, right? right, to get that dog evaluated. Yeah, and, and now don't, don't be scared of those words. Um, the, I'm not saying this is a bad thing, and I'm not saying it's not a fixable situation. This is something that typically... You can, again, through training, again, we need to know, can we fix it? This is a dog that has a history that we're never going to know because the dog cannot tell us what that history is. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these habits are usually, and the only reason I look at history here is a lot of these habits were created early on that were not corrected properly. It doesn't mean that the dog was mistreated. We can only guess. Yeah. We we really don't know. Um, But the only important part of history is what habits were created and how long have they been a habit? They, she said that she adopted this pet, which mm-hmm. is just absolutely wonderful yes. for you to take home a senior dog. Uh, so now we have to look at the overall picture of the dog. What are some of the things that we can work to improve? And it sounds like just really changing the relationship that the dog views. I, if I had to hazard a guess without seeing the pet, I would guess that the dog was definitely in charge of whatever household it was in. Right. And so this is a nine-year habit that we're fighting against. It doesn't mean it's not a uh, reversible situation. It can be. Sure. But I would need to see the pup. All right. Well, and uh, so there you go. So definitely uh, you want to see a behaviorist mm-hmm. and get some help with that. Plus, uh, you know, Kathy, I just I wanted to get – I'm bummed she's gone because I was going to uh, uh, taunt her and, and congratulate her for uh, winning the uh, Elmo's Animal Adventure. So uh, we got her back. information, and uh, we're going to send her the uh, Elmo's Animal Adventure on DVD. But I wanted her to hear go, oh, yeah. <laughs> I know that's half the fun, right? So, uh, we were, yeah, but, uh, so Kathy, fear not, uh, Elmo is on his way to you. Yes. Um, it's, uh, the monster at the end of the mail, apparently, is what he'll be. Um, <laughs> and the, the good thing, too, with, something like that. with Kathy being in, in our neck of the woods, yes. if, if there is, uh, something, you can email me, Donna at animaltalkradio.com. It's something that I do offer as one of my services is a okay. behavior evaluation. So, Great. drop me an email. We'll see if we can work something out and, and figure out what's going on. And on the line with us now is Seal. Seal, welcome to Animal Talk. Well, thank you. Okay, Seal. Uh, caller poll today is, uh, what's your pet peeve 
uh, about your pets? My pet peeve about my pet is um, leaving me presents on my living room rug. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. All right. Well, what kind I of... have two. I have two really small dogs, uh-huh. and they're um, trained, paper trained in the basement. All right. They have their own little special pads, and go there ninety nine percent of the time. Okay. But sometimes they just want to put it wherever they want to put it, and there it goes. Okay. Are you there when it happens? Uh, I don't usually catch them in the act. Okay. They're fast. That's Yeah, that's really the way you <laughs> want to be able to change the behavior is you have to be there in order to help facilitate that change. Dogs learn by what we call immediate association. So that means at the very moment that they get into that potty position, we have to make that correction or praise. Otherwise, they don't realize that we like or don't like that behavior. Uh, if you're not able to catch them when they're doing this, then you have to treat them like they're eight weeks old again, mm. brand new to the house. We don't know the rules. Uh-huh. Because if we're at 99%, it's, you still have that 1%. And every time they're allowed to have those accidents in a location you don't want them to, it reinforces that it's okay to do. So if they're, if you're finding one room in the house is where they tend to go, that room is off limits unless a family member is there able to watch mm-hmm. them. Okay. Cause they're in training to go to grandma's this winter in Florida uh-huh. and not work at grandma's. Yeah, no. no, that no. Won't fly with now, the, the other thing that I want to let you know, especially since they're going to be traveling, it's not uncommon for a dog not to take the rules that it has in one location and transfer them to the next. Um, oh. Yeah. So there may, there may even need to be a little bit of retraining once they get down to grandma's. If they mm-hmm. don't know what the exact rules are. So what you may want to do since you're, I, I believe you said you're litter training. Or something similar? Well, they have pee-pee pads on the floor. Okay. What I'd recommend, instead of just putting the, the pad on the floor, put it in a, uh-huh. a shallow cat box so that the box becomes the potty location and the box will always be there and it doesn't matter where that box is, that's where I go potty. Instead of what just will the, the cat do with, with that box then? Well, it's you're still using that the house training pad or that, that uh, wee-wee pad. You're just using it in a shallow box. You don't put any cat litter or anything in it. You're just transferring it from being out on the floor. The reason for that is in a pinch, any paper on the floor becomes fair game. And we want to take that. Throw rugs, yeah. Right. And we want to take that out. So we want them to head towards the box. The box itself is where the potty belongs. It doesn't belong anywhere Uh but in the box. Okay. And that will help for the traveling pups. Good. All right, cool. Okay. The other question I had is um, the alpha dog in my entire house is the three-pound one. Okay. <laughs> Not surprising. He runs everybody. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dog, me, husband, everyone. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Um, when you're dealing with an alpha personality, I, I have one myself. I find that they're usually the best dogs once they understand that they're not in charge. They usually end up being Uh the best dogs you'll ever own because once they understand that they're not in charge and they definitely respect the one that is, what you want to do is have this little one earn everything. Nothing's Mm. free anymore. Just because Mm. you came up and want my attention doesn't mean I'm going to give you my attention. You have to earn my attention. So I'm going to ask you to do something first. That can be sitting down. That can be shaking. That could be doing a little dance, whatever it is that you want, but they have to Mm. earn this. I don't just get food anymore. I have to earn my food. One of the other things that you can do, and this is going to sound a little gross, but it works very well. I want you to spit in the food. 
Uh-huh. By spitting in the food, and everybody in the family should do this. Everybody, every mealtime, spit in the food. What that does is it tells the dog in their own language that we all got to eat first. That means we're naturally the pack heads because the leaders of the pack get to eat, and then the underlings and omega get to eat. So you're basically right. telling your dog that they're omega now. Uh, by earning okay. everything, by spitting in the food, and as much as it doesn't seem like a, a big deal, because when you have a little dog, they tend to be up and in your arms and in your lap and everywhere you are. You want to control that a little yeah. bit more. So it's not just free time on the couch anymore. It's uh-huh. earned time on the couch. Just because you came up, I didn't ask you to come up. You're going back down until I ask you to come up. It's very small things like that. Going to bed, if they jump up in bed, I didn't ask you, therefore you don't get to come up here. Uh-huh. And you, you're constantly and use your body. Don't reach down. I always tell people to not reach into the center of a of a dog. Uh, one of two things can happen: either they're gonna crouch and, and piddle, or they're gonna mm-hmm. feel like they're cornered and they might even attack. But if mm-hmm. you just strongly use your body, stand up very straight, very firm. You don't have to be mean. You just have to be firm. Stand up very straight and use your body and just kind of walk. A dog should always give you space. They should always give Alpha space. Dog's not giving you space. You take that space. If he's sitting over here, you get up and you take that space from him without picking him up and moving him. Just shuffle your feet across the floor until he moves. <laughs> okay. Take space. There you okay. go. Great. You become the Alpha. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. If you can train your husband, you can train your dog. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not doing so well on that either. <laughs> All right, Seal. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Good to hear the uh, check back in with us and uh, let us know how it goes. Okay, thank you. All right, talk to you soon. Hey, it's Jamie. I'm going to hop on in here and remind you about our sponsor, WearingFunny.com. WearingFunny.com for all your pet parent T-shirt needs. Head on over WearingFunny.com and check out the vast array of amazing, hilarious T-shirts. Thoughtful, cuddly, and cute for you and your kitties and your puppies. And hey, we take requests. If you have a critter that we don't have represented... Let us know. We'll get you connected with just the perfect shirt for you and your critters, showing your love for being the best pet parent you can possibly be. Wearingfunny.com. Back to the show. Paula, what uh, what is what is the caller poll that we got uh, going on today? Uh, today is, what is your pet peeve about your pet? All right, so you can tweet in, what is your pet peeve about your pet? What have, what have people tweeted back so far? Uh, that their pets are a little gassy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, not I just forget. blaming it on the dog. I forget the intelligence level of the Internet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forget. Yeah. What, what well, else that we... would be a pretty good pet peeve. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Wow, right. my dog can be bad. <laughs> All right, is that all we got, uh, um, just gassiness? Well, they like to eat grass and oh. um, make themselves sick. They don't like that too much either. And taking up room on the couch and the bed. <laughs> and if it's something like they're taking up too much room on the bed or the couch, actually, uh, that's fixable. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. uh, that's very, we, we can repair yeah. that. Uh, you know what scares me? Uh, Scott just ran out of the room. <laughs> Our board up. I mean, literally sprinted across the building. And Paul is sitting at the board, Uh-oh. which is frightening. Um, I'm under. I'm in control. I know. It's like she's got the mic. She's got the. She's all good. She's good to go. <laughs> she's running the joint now. We got. We got. Ladies are. Ladies listen, are taking over. We should listen and hear if we hear a car starting. <laughs>
We thought you abandoned us. I thought my board up. I, Scott, I thought you abandoned us. I saw you sprinting out that way. I was about to be out. I, I was uh, considering leaving. <laughs> right, he's back. But they dragged me back in. <laughs> Caught him before he got to the door. All right, we're going to help you with your pets, whatever the problem might be. Uh, Scott, do we have uh, email sound effects there? Is that uh, happening for us? Nay. Okay, nay. all right, we'll get there one day. Someday we'll grow up and we'll have all our sound effects again. But uh, <laughs> for now, when I ask Brad uh, what's going on in the email world, uh, we'll do this. Did somebody email us? Oh, yes, we do. All yeah, right, we have an email right here. Yeah, it goes to Dear Animal Talk. You've got mail. <laughs> See how that works? That's, you should record that for I, at home. Yeah. Uh, we have a puppy who loves to chew on rawhide chews. Mm-hmm. And recently, I heard something about that being dangerous for our nine-month-old baby if he puts it in his mouth. Does anyone know anything about this? Are there some brands of rawhide safer than others? Our baby has put the chews in his mouth several times, and I wasn't worried about it until now. And this is signed, Willie. John and Kate. <laughs> Dear Parents of the Year, thanks so much for your email. No, you know, I think, let's see, the, wow. the, do, the dog's, the dog's been chewing on it. Yes, it was, that was out loud. Oh, the over dog's here. chewing on it. It dog's was laying on, on the floor. Like, it yeah, was like wet. Your... Nah, it seems fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think probably. And he's a doctor. You don't need, just forget the formula. Rawhides. <laughs> uh, what could be better I'm, for I'm children? Not, I'm not even a and fan lint. of giving rawhide to my dog. <laughs> yeah. Let I'm, alone to a human. I, I just, yeah. I can't see that being a, a good thing just on any 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 count yeah, but, so I'm uh, going to say uh, get rid of it even for the dog and then yeah. you won't have to worry about the baby yeah. yeah yeah and chances are you know is there going to be something good coming from the baby chewing on rawhides no probably not <laughs> no so, so there you go so so our answer would be no, no. <laughs> for rawhides for nine month old babies <laughs> and no, no we're not pediatricians <laughs> right no right. but you might want to no, no, ask no. your pediatrician but you might want to do it anonymously yeah no it's yeah. it's it's not no i don't even like like i said i i don't like you for mm-hmm. dogs so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right we have another email we wanted to uh, look at sure dear animal talk you've got mail <laughs> i have two 11 year old rescue pomeranians one has no teeth. The other has a few teeth. Mm. The group I adopted them from said feed them. I, oh, I don't want to say the name of the brand. Yeah. I am not going to say what brand <laughs> it was. Mini chunks. I All do, right. and they snarf it up real fast, but then they gag and snort a lot and when they're finished. Is that okay? I try canned food, but then it's worse. They get it up their noses. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. That's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for any help. And this is signed, Bill. Bill, uh, well... You know, what yeah. do you what do you do for a toothless dog? What do you do? <laughs> um, which I think you slow down how they eat. What you do is you make it harder for them to eat the food. Mm. Um, put something in the bowl. I always say what I do with bigger dogs is put a, a like a baseball or a softball in the, food, the bowl and make them have to work around it to eat. It slows mm. down how quickly they're eating the food. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 I personally I think that uh, you can also try getting a more liquid diet that they're going to just swallow almost drink mm-hmm. um, because uh, something like well AD is a brand by Hills. Um, or you could even emulsify the food. If you just soak it for a while, it'll mm-hmm. become almost liquefied, um, even better than canned food. But what they're doing is they're snorking it up into their nose and uh, uh, from eating it too quickly. But if they're lapping it up, they probably won't do that. Um, do you have any thoughts how to get dogs to eat slower, Donna? Or is there- yeah, there, there's actually a, a bowl that you can find on yeah. the market called the Breakfast. Yeah. And uh, we've had them on the program uh, previous. And it's a very, very great, I've always said put a giant brick or a big rock 
block in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the breakfast bowl already has it, the, the pegs built into yep. it. So the dog has to, again, learn to eat around it. And this will also help cut down on the gas. For any of uh, those people tweeting about their dogs being gassy, slow down the eating. They're not inhaling a bunch of mm-hmm. air, swallowing yeah. it, so it's not passing on through. Gas yeah. in, gas out. Yep. All right, there you go. Uh, we're going to follow up with uh, Tracy and Glenn. Or her dog had some hip issues. We're going to follow up with that coming up after the break and your phone call as well. And uh, we had uh, Tracy call up a while back. She had a dog. uh getting a little older, uh, having some hip problems, and uh, sometimes people have to make a difficult decision, and uh, she was just kind of curious as to when that might be. Uh, got a little bit of advice and then talked about some uh, things for her uh, her dogs and her, her hips as well. Uh, Tracy's voice. Voices out. So we got Glenn on the phone. Uh, welcome to Animal Talk, Glenn. Hi, how are you? Hey, good, good, good. So where uh, where are we at? Tracy had a follow up question, I, I believe. We have a lab that's so it's a lab mix, six seven years old who just really seems to smell bad after a couple of days. Uh, at, you know, he's had a bath. A couple days later, he just smells really bad. He hasn't gotten into anything. It's just a natural odor he's emitting. Mm-hmm. And we can't pin it to anything in particular. Um, do you have any insight? I'm the same way. A couple days after a bath, I start really smelling bad. <laughs> a couple um, of hours. A couple, well, you know, it's been a two weeks now. It's not so bad. No, but anyway, the, <laughs> but no, the point, uh, the point, but yeah, some dogs are going to smell worse than others. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just part of it. And also six or seven, when we're talking about smell, it's not necessarily coming from the skin. You also worry about maybe the anal glands or possibly the teeth. Um, the, if we did, uh, to quote Dr. Uh, Dr. Barnes, who's a, who's a very respected uh, vet around here, he says that if we did all the dental cleanings on all the animals that needed dental cleanings, we would do nothing but dental cleanings. So what I would do is look at the teeth and see if they're bad first. If the teeth look brown, if they're gunky, if it looks like uh, they're those brown M&Ms with a little shell on them, then you're probably dealing with some dental disease that we're looking all over and causing this problem. The other thing you can look at is a product called 3V capsules. Uh, they're, they're, I'll spell it for you. You ready? Yep. It's spelled 3V. Got <laughs> <laughs> it. Okay, good. And uh, there's something you can get from your vet, and there's equivalents of them. They can help make the coat uh, do brighter and shinier and happier and have less allergy problems and can make things healthier, too. So check the teeth, check the skin, look for the 3V caps, and maybe have the, the, the vet check both the teeth and the anal glands to see if those are the culprits because they can sure help out from that pretty straight away. Well, you know what? We're really certain that it's not the teeth. He seems to be, um, uh, and, and he's got clean ears. Um, then, then try the 3Vs, because that's going to be your best bet. Try the 3Vs. Call your vet. Ask about 3V capsules. Will do. All right, Glenn. Great. Tell Tracy we said hi. Feel better, and uh, thanks for uh, letting us check in with you. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Take care. Thanks for being with us for another episode of Animal Talk. Make sure you do all those podcast things in the podcast places like subscribe, leave a comment. We hope you had a little fun along the way. Make sure you head on over to wearingfunny.com. You can grab yourself some gear to show off what a proud pet parent you are. Are you a cool cat mom? Are you a happy doggy daddy? We got all the gear just for you. Hats, shirts, all kinds of swag. Wearingfunny.com. Go check it out and show yourself a little animal pride with Animal Talk. Once again, like, subscribe, leave a comment. Thank you so much for being here. Have an exotic week and kiss your wild thing for us. Bye, bye, boys. Have fun storming the castle. Think it'll work? It would take a miracle. Bye-bye.